to discuss the real issues affecting the Tasman nations, this is Trad Tasman Talk, jointly produced by the Unshackled.net and RightMinds.nz. Now, here's Tim Wilms in Australia and Dewa DeBoer in New Zealand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chad Tasman Talk. It's been a while. Uh, we're back at the special old time slot. It is a Tuesday, the 7th of June, 2022. I'm Tim Wilms, Editor-in-Chief of The Unshackled, back from my adventures in Sydney and southern New South Wales, back here in Melbourne, where it is 7 p.m. and 8 degrees. <laughs> and it is a little bit warmer here in Auckland. Uh, it is 9 p.m. and I am Dewa DeBoer for Right Minds NZ. Uh, and uh, it is nice to be back at the uh, the traditional time. Uh, a little bit late on a Tuesday for me, um, but uh, it's been good because we haven't had a show in a few weeks. Uh, a lot of, a uh, few people in the chat are, are wondering about uh, Jacinta's trip over to the, the US, uh, where she gave a Harvard uh, commencement uh, speech. They're asking if she has any links from uh, BlackRock. <laughs> um, she uh, she has come back, uh, or, or I would I would say that, that on the whole, and there's been no real impression in New Zealand uh, made on on her trip at all. I have not seen any anybody particularly impressed uh, with with her trip or anybody who's really followed it in any great detail. Uh, I certainly haven't. In fact, uh, you could tell people followed it uh, or didn't follow it because there were fake uh, quotes from her Harvard address going around that people believed were real quotes, which means that that people just didn't watch the the address else they would have known that the quotes were fake i for some reason watched a bit of it i think it was a youtube autoplay and yes it was cringe where she of course makes reference to the fact that she gave birth in office yes i do i, I believe i saw uh, um somebody reference that because she compared herself to um, so the pa Pakistani prime minister who, yes, uh, um, Benazir Bhutto, exactly. Who, who is actually, uh, someone who, you know, who is far more conservative and religious and, you know, politically the complete opposite of her. Although there, you said that, uh, visit didn't make an impact back in New Zealand, but it made an impact with the, the U S uh, liberals. They couldn't get, an, get enough of her. I mean, obviously she went back to her, what is it? Favorite, uh, American, uh, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> uh, yes. And, uh, you know, touting her, uh, her gun control, uh, legislation sort of was a, a great opportunity for this. Uh, trip, obviously, having, uh, you know, there having been a recent mass shooting in the United States, uh, it was like, you know, she could really go and talk about her gun control credentials and how great she was in that context. So, uh, uh, we're, yeah. we're going Sorry, to get yes. into uh, later in the, the show just how good gun control is is going in New Zealand <laughs> and in Jacinta's uh, own, yeah. uh, own city of Auckland. Uh, Dawn Browning Hmm, uh, what happened to that Pakistani politician again? Yes, uh, she wasn't, uh, what is that, a Islamic conservative enough and she was assassinated. So that's uh, what happened to her. 
Buta was anti-abortion. I'm sure she was. Uh, but uh, Jacinta, she didn't swing by the, the UK for the, the Queen's uh, Platinum uh, Jubilee uh, celebrations and, and commemorations. Uh, uh, does she have a view on the, the monarchy? Is she a Republican? What's the status of that? I am sure she, I'm sure she is a Republican, um, but it is not particularly popular in New Zealand as much as the uh, prominent Republicans like to make a big deal of it. They tend to be uh, you know, your, your, uh, uh, liberal, your, your sort of, um, liberal elites, you say that media, academia people, uh, are, are big on the Republic. Uh, but, but the rest of us know that if we did become a Republic, uh, the, the political office of president would be, uh, an absolutely horrific thing. Um, because we'd end up with either John Key or Helen Clark or Jacinda Ardern as, as president. And it would be one of the worst things ever to happen to New Zealand. So uh, I do believe that for the you know for the foreseeable future, even after Queen Elizabeth is long gone, New Zealand will remain attached to the monarchy um, because the the alternatives are too horrible to think about. Uh, we'd probably have uh, President Eddie Maguire if we ever became a republic. It'd sort of be a uh, a celebrity uh, prominent uh, Australian who who would be elected somehow uh, president. But uh, most of the, what is it, Republican uh, advocates and the the, the Labour Party as a official policies position of uh, supporting a republic, meaning that you can't be a Labour MP without supporting the uh, republic. They support wow. the minimalists. Uh, a change, which is the prime minister still is the head of government and the, the head of state basically is uh, does the same thing as the governor general does, uh, but it's just a Australian uh, rubber stamp. Uh, amazingly, we had our governor general, David Hurley, uh, put, uh, well, a, again, uh, reference that uh, there'll be a conversation about the Republic uh, after the, the Queen uh, passes. Uh, Albanese has appointed an assistant minister for the Republic, Matt Thistlesweight. This, but I think uh, a lot of uh, Republicans uh, underestimate uh, that uh, Prince Charles's image or uh, history as being kinder to him. Obviously, I uh, detest his uh, climate uh, 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 crusading, uh, but in terms of... But, but if that's the worst thing you can say about him, you know what? He's not that bad. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I, I think a lot of people of my generation have sympathy that for so many years he was denied the, the love of his life in uh, Camilla Parker Bowles and, what is that, uh, married uh, Diana because it was... Uh, considered the 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 best uh, match for the the royal image. So uh, uh, obviously uh, there was a lot of affection for Diana. For Diana. Anger at Charles for for cheating, but uh, I think definitely now uh, the I, I think uh, Republicans will be a bit surprised that uh, that uh, King Charles will be embraced. 
And I see uh, Margo in, in the comments here specifically asking, you know, why, why do people like the Queen and so on? The, the reason people like the Queen is she's largely non-political uh, and, and she does insert herself into politics in little ways, as, as does, you know, Prince Charles. And I saw Prince William as well at the, um, at the Jubilee talking about climate change and saving the world. But that's the, for the most part, the, their, their monarchy is a non-political office, uh, which means that you don't have to uh, deal with all of the uh, polarization that you get from a republic, all of the you know, corruption and banana republic stuff that goes with it, uh, it just becomes so much worse if you have a republic. And with a monarchy, it's nice and simple. You've got the, uh, the puppets and uh, uh, you know, they, they smile and wave and get up to all of the globalist shenanigans and you don't have to worry about them you know having political power to to change you know to to damage your life with that and uh, you only had to contrast with the the universal cheering for the queen and uh when uh boris made an appearance that was universal booing but he survived a a no confidence motion of tory mps but not by much so 211 votes in favor to 148 so he's safe from another no confidence motion for another 12 months there what is that yeah. leadership rules Which... they're even more complicated than uh, <laughs> rules that become in australia because of our revolving door prime ministership and... to prevent that yeah and t uh, 12 months may, may just be it for Boris. Uh, he's lucky he's got 12 months, but you know, he, he's hoping that enough people will forget and the next crisis will move on. You know, people, people have short memories. He's going to rely on that and, and hope for the best. Although uh, there is no clear successor and most of them are even worse. Uh, Michael Gove, uh, Jeremy Hunt, uh, Rishi uh, Sunak, Priti Patel. I mean, uh, he's the, the least worst. And that's a low bar. <laughs> I, I know it is, yes. I'll be very disappointed with uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg. Unfortunately, um, he would, you know, but I doubt he has the support, uh, even if he were to want it. So, um, and, and no, they, like Boris, I like Boris, I suspect he would be a disappointment. So I'm, mm. I'm not getting my hopes Yeah, up. so Tony Abbott still became Prime Minister of Australia, even though, like Jacob Rees-Mogg, he was seen as uh, unelectable, not having... <laughs> Uh, support so what is it never say never but uh we should uh, move on to our regular well it's now a covid flu and monkeypox <laughs> yes the um uh the bit from jacinda's trip i forgot to mention was that she did become a super spreader in the in the usa so that was uh, and that was sort of our COVID update here in New Zealand. Jacinda got COVID in America and, and spread it around. It hasn't, but she'd already had COVID. I mean, uh, no, she, was... I don't believe she had COVID. It was her living boyfriend who had COVID. Oh yeah. But she, was she still infectious when she went over to the States or did she catch it again? Yes, she caught, she caught it. Um, or that's right. She, um, she she had a various people who she had met with got got COVID uh, afterwards. So I don't know. The 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 rumors the the rumors are that she was uh, you know uh, either either people were unlucky uh, that they coincidentally got sick around her or she was somehow still infectious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like <laughs> the most likely thing that she infected some of her staff and they what is that the most high profile infection was the Californian 
Governor uh, Gavin Newsom, who's uh, triple vaccinated. Our Victorian <laughs> Health Minister Martin Foley has got uh, COVID, which is convenient, actually convenient for him because he's under uh, intense scrutiny in the Victorian Parliament over the triple uh, zero uh, crisis and the, the the hospital crisis as well. Uh, Reg says, "Don't want monkeypox. Don't kiss." or touch them at all. Yes, uh, because, uh, well, that's how monkeypox uh, is spreading uh, through uh, close, uh, very uh, close uh, contact. Uh, there was, uh, I the, the most recent update from the, the UK is, what is it, uh, uh, that, I, that I saw the breakdown, it was when there were 181 monkeypox cases that 111 were uh, in uh, gay and bisexual uh, men. I think only two women had been infected and you sort of wonder if all the other men are, are telling the truth. <laughs> I did predict this correctly, saying that uh, a couple of weeks ago, saying that this would be a non-event. Uh, there was, weren't going to be any monkeypox lockdowns. Uh, we did We did have to cancel Pride Month. Uh, Pride Month is officially cancelled uh, to stop the spread of monkeypox. Um, it appears to have been replaced with Christian Nationalism Month instead. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the um, we'll, we'll talk about, oh. we'll talk about uh, Matt, Matt Walsh's documentary a little bit later, but the monkeypox is over. Mm. Uh, they are developing a, a monkeypox uh, test. Uh, so the banana right up the, the nose there. <laughs> and if uh, two, line, two red lines appear on the banana, then it's positive. Um, this all could be uh, a punishment uh, for uh, the assassination of uh, Harambe. Was it back in 2015, 20, 2016? Yes, Was it really so, that long ago? The, the ghost of Harambe is, uh, is, is punishing all of us. Uh, but uh, uh, Mark Stein on GB News had quite a, a funny uh, uh, commentary on monkeypox and uh, even uh, he showcased some uh, protective face masks. This season's rollout is proceeding on schedule. Belgium becomes first country... <laughs> I'm going to try and get through this with a straight face. Belgium becomes first country to introduce compulsory monkeypox quarantine. Ah, uh, but don't worry, there's a vaccine for that. Jabba, 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 said the monkey to the chimp. Ah, great stuff. Jabba, 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 jabba. Sir Keir Starmer is calling for the introduction of protective masks. If you don't like that design, it also comes in a ginger growler. <laughs> I think a what is that? A gorilla outfit would pro it would probably be a good protection against monkeypox. If you well, if you're, you're going to be uh, as long as you uh, keep it on one of those, uh, pride uh, pride parades uh, throughout the, the the month of of June. So what is it? We have seven uh, confirmed cases in uh, Australia and uh, yes the the smallpox uh, vaccine 
works uh, uh, to, uh, to treat and prevent monkeypox. And uh, also, if you haven't had enough vaccines, you can get a free flu vaccine uh, if you're in Victoria, New South Wales or Queensland, a, a June flu vaccine uh, blitz because the, the flu is knocking out uh, more uh, uh, more uh, Australians in terms of, well, them feeling it than, than actually COVID. Uh, after the, the federal election, there was not this, what is it, a great reset on, on COVID uh, policy. All, all it was was uh, Anthony Albanese, uh, what is it, he just tweeted that he had a, a briefing with uh, the chief medical officer, Paul Kelly, Brendan Murphy, uh, the Secretary of the Department of Health and General Fruin, who's in charge of the vaccine rollout, and they were sitting in his office all without masks. Uh, Albanese the, uh, and his, his team, uh, there hasn't been a, a mask in sight. So all the uh, the COVID, uh, COVID zero uh, crazies have been disappointed uh, so far. Uh, all of the the state and territory uh, uh, governments uh, have uh, showed no appetite for reintroducing mask mandates over winter. I know that you still have uh, uh, broad uh, mask mandates in New Zealand. You're still at your orange. Yes, officially still in public transport and retail, I think, uh, are the main ones and uh, airlines. Um, But... How's compliance going? You see, you, thankfully, you see fewer of them all the time. And obviously, um, mask exemptions in New Zealand are, uh, uh, you know, you self-identify as mask exempt to to not wear a mask. So it's it's easy enough for people to just not wear masks here in New Zealand. Uh, but I, most people still do. You will, you go to, to most shops and you'll still see, you know, as, as many as 90% of uh, people wearing masks. Hey, on uh, my recent uh, trip to, to Sydney, uh, it's still, what is it, mandatory to, to wear a mask on public transport and the sign says fines apply, which it's $500 there. Uh, but yeah, compliance is really low, as yeah. is uh, in Victoria. Yeah, well, it's good, good to hear. Um, we'll see what happens, obviously, really getting into winter now. Um, whether they'll bring back the restrictions because they've done that in other countries. So um, we will have to unfortunately keep an eye on that, um, you know, because it's been uh, reset, you know, every time. Don't mean to be a doomer or a downer, but, uh, you know, it's... it's yeah, uh, we've got to we be still, forever. We have, we have, we have, we have 12, uh, 12 deaths a day or something with COVID at the moment in New Zealand, which, um, you know, Back in the COVID freakout days, that would have been considered to be like, you know, genocide every single day. Um, but now, thankfully, it's largely background noise. I think only the, the Guardian uh, sends out an official uh, alert of the, the deaths Australia-wide. So there was uh, 29 uh, co- uh, deaths uh, with But But COVID. it doesn't mean our, our death rate is actually higher than yours. And ours, I believe, at the moment yes. is one of the highest in the world simply because... It's actually not. One of the uh, highly, most because highly vaccinated patients. Uh, because uh, our infection rates are the highest in the world. That's because we mm-hmm. still test people. Uh, but in terms of deaths, uh, deaths per capita, Australia and New Zealand are still lower than the UK and uh, yeah, well, the that's, that Overall, but if you're looking at daily, um, looking at daily per capita, I believe New Zealand is, is ranking very, very high at the moment. Have I? It's been a while since I've checked, but. 
I, I did a couple of two, was it a week or two ago, a week and a half ago, we were, mm. we were ranking like up higher than the United States in, in terms of daily, uh, uh, but daily guests they, again, uh, Australia and New Zealand, I think, you know, uh, are still pretty thorough in testing corpses, uh, for, <laughs> uh, oh, we, yeah, the, the gang, the, the, if you get shot in a gang war, um, you do count as a COVID death still. So that's, yeah. Uh, and we, we've noticed one, uh, saying, hey, don't argue this isn't a competition yeah i it, it's so, sorry uh, i'm just pointing out that uh, you know if they have an opportunity um things you know they will they will crack down yeah. lock down they'll they'll do it all over again if they can so almost all of the deaths uh recorded are of the uh, uh recorded with COVID are a 70 uh plus uh so it's obviously uh it's 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 tragic when the elderly pass on but uh, we haven't found a cure for uh old age which is why a lot of the covid lobby are now saying long covid your you know brains are going to be fried your body's going to be crippled and you're going to just keep getting infected infected until you know you've uh, finally succumb uh yeah yeah uh it's all right don't worry by the time you take the seventh or eighth eighth jab um your um you know your your long covid will just get longer and longer uh in uh, uh, meanwhile in more positive more positive news um uh, perhaps we do have uh uh a an article uh for once that i have uh, i've gone back to writing for uh right minds which i took a break, yes, uh, yeah, took a break uh, from reviewed that for about eight months documentary yes i watched that uh the other week and it was very very good i really enjoyed it um what what is a woman it's a great question tim yeah it's Uh, the question uh, of the year (laughs) i've noticed noted here at the top here that the government um in new zealand has announced uh 4.7 million dollars to support intersex and transgender people they're paying you know half of that's going towards uh, what they say healthcare services i guessing i'm guessing that's um uh, the the chop chop um the the the, the uh, uh you know the surgical knives come out for that and then the rest of it looks like it's going into um affirmation practices and so on uh, and they're saying oh, yeah, intersex people and young young people or intersex children and young people so they're spending two and a half million dollars on um on grooming uh children into the uh trans agenda so that's what's happening in new zealand at the moment uh, please do go to uh rightminds.nz and you can read the the article there that tim's got up on the screen um and definitely go and watch the the movie if you can um it, unfortunately you do have to do a month subscription to the daily wire to get access to it legally and um, there are obviously bootleg copies available everywhere these days um but you know it's up to you the uh they like i wish they'd you know made it cheaper and easier to yeah. watch but, you but know, the, um, the daily wire yeah, runs on shekels me. and they, they've yeah, got a, me, you know, these things are not free <laughs> the, you know these these uh these these documentaries are not free to make so um yeah but it is what it is um but absolutely uh, uh an excellent expose on evil uh on on just how bad this is and how bad it's getting it doesn't really provide the answers but uh it's just a, a great insight for a lot of people especially normal uh you know the, the your normie friends uh get this to them because it'll be it'll be mind-blowing and eye-opening uh and i think this is a very very powerful tool uh so that's this is why i said at the beginning of the show it's pride month is, is cancelled it's christian nationalism month and uh matt walsh has um you know really done a good job here 
though, uh, if uh, if you're for some reason subscribed to all of the corporations on Twitter and Facebook, uh, you'll be currently blinded by uh, the the change of their logos to the uh, the rainbow flag or in rainbow flag colors. But then, of course, it's got the the additional ones as well. But uh, surprisingly, the Middle Eastern divisions uh, don't change their mm. logos to rainbows for June. No, and um, I'm, I'm tempted to do a follow-up post here to talk about, um, you know, the, the intersection between woke capital and, uh, you know, the sort of sexual perversion and, you know, chopping, you know, grooming of children and chopping off people's bits. Uh, it, it may, I think, is an interesting subject to look at, look at in more detail, but we won't do that this evening. Uh, so we had uh, ANZ Bank and uh, Coles Supermarkets announce their gender affirmation leave policies for transitioning staff. So this is from a website called Smart Company uh, under their Human Resources, People and Wellbeing uh, tags. So uh, it'll offer staff, uh, ANZ will offer staff six weeks of paid gender affirmation leave just one month after supermarket giant Coles introduced its own uh, uh, policy. So ANZ's leave will cover employees who are taking steps to affirm their gender, either social, dressing or styling, changing pronouns or name, medical surgery, hormones, therapy appointments or legal affirmation, uh, changing the name or gender marker on a passport, birth certificate or uh, driver's license. Uh, so ANZ said there are many ways an individual can affirm their gender and the extended leave recognises the process needs time and is not the same for everyone, uh, while adding staff can, can take up to 12 months unpaid leave as well. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, do you get to, could you affirm your, 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 your real gender? Can you get leave if you want to affirm your, your masculinity? Um, but it only covers, <laughs> like, what is that? Well, uh, as it says here, like, what is that? Uh, changing, uh, changing things. And uh, it seems yeah, okay. that maybe, you know, maybe if you change them and then change them back, you could reaffirm your real gender. Oh, we can in Victoria. Somebody, somebody should give it a go. Yeah. ANZ, they're putting the trans back into transaction. <laughs> well, yeah, it is a, it is an, uh, you know, the, as I was saying just before, there's an interesting uh, in, intersection between, uh, between trans and transactions, certainly. Uh, and yeah, it's, it, you know, the, uh, I see Kieran, you're talking about the boycott list. Yeah, certainly, especially the supermarkets here, um, that you, you know, we do our best to avoid them and they, they're getting a lot more expensive as well. Uh, one of the other items we, we may get to later as well is talking about, you know, inflation and, and how expensive food is. But yeah, the um, you know the 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 mega supermarkets here who are who are all into this, uh, we avoid those like the plague. Um, you know we can't we can't get out with them completely. You know sort of completely go without them. But for the most part, uh, you know if you're able to spend the time to shop more wisely, it's uh, you can get you know you can get better and cheaper food from somewhere else. Uh, now, even though uh, the Australian Electoral Commission has only declared uh, 14 of the 151 House of Representative, Re Representative seats and hasn't declared any of the, the Senate 
results. Uh, that uh, didn't stop uh, Anthony Albanese being sworn in uh, two days after the election as uh, prime minister, so he could go to the the, the quad. Uh, he had his uh, interim ministry uh, sworn in, so uh, Deputy Prime Minister and Defence Minister Richard Miles, uh, Treasurer Dr uh, Jim Chalmers, uh, we are supposed to call him now, uh, Finance Minister Katie Gallagher and uh, Foreign Minister uh, Penny Wong. Uh, so the, as you can see here, the uh, Labor uh, Party will have a majority in the, the House of Representatives, 77 seats uh, to the, the coalition's 58. Uh, there'll be seven uh, teal climate independents. There'll be four greens, and then there'll be uh, five other independents or sole representatives of uh, minor parties. Though they won't have a majority in the Senate. Uh, the Senate count is is still going uh, because all of these Senate ballot papers and their preferences have to be fed into a computer system, which uh, distributes all the preferences to uh, generate who's elected. Uh, but uh, this is the ABC's proje projection. They say that only two of 40 seats up for election remain in doubt. Uh, but uh, what it's looking like is that uh, the Labor Party, uh, they'll have 26 out of 76. The Greens will have 12. Uh, so they'll either, either need uh, uh, the, the two Jackie Lambie Network senators from Tasmania or uh, the, the new, well, he's, he's, he's been funded by Climate 200. He is a, a teal independent, mm -hmm. former rugby union player David Pocock, although he's uh, very green. Uh, he looks like uh, nabbing the second ACT Senate seat, so Labor can have a a, a working uh, majority. So, yeah, uh, I hadn't heard of David Pocock until he he ran for for Parliament. But yes, uh, another what is it uh, woke uh, sports star? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any interesting changes in um, sort of one? One nation, I see they have two seats. Is what? What are they? Are yes, they yes. losing any seats? Uh, I heard some rumours that um, Pauline Hanson would be going. Uh, looks like she'll just scrape home uh, up against the uh, LNP's Amanda Stoker. Uh, there's also a close contest between One Nation and the Liberals for the final South Australian Senate spot, and uh, the United Australia Party is still a chance in Victoria getting the final Senate spot off the the liberals but the uh parliament new parliament won't uh won't, won't sit until the the end of july uh because uh, anthony albanese doesn't want it to clash with uh, school holidays uh, that's uh, uh his excuse but his full ministry mm -hmm. has been uh sworn in i i mentioned his uh his new assistant minister for the republic uh he's also committed to have a indigenous uh, voice to parliament enshrined in the the constitution and mm -hmm. to have a referendum based on the Uluru statement of the heart but we're still none the wiser as to what proposition will be put forward at a uh, referendum and uh, obviously uh, Christina Keneally uh, losing to independent Dai Lee meant that she uh, couldn't be the, the new Home Affairs Minister so it's gone to Claire O'Neill who is a Victorian uh, MP 
considered a, what is it, rising star, but the Australian Federal Police is being taken out of home affairs and given to Attorney General uh, Mark Dreyfus. And uh, he was on that, uh, what is it, extremism inquiry committee along with uh, Keneally as well. So um, that's, uh, that's not good news that he'll have control of the AFP. No, uh, it doesn't, doesn't sound like uh, things very positive over there, um, but similarly here, uh, you, you're sort of getting a copycat uh, government of what we have here in New Zealand. Um, uh, nothing, nothing enjoyable to report on. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, you know, we are getting, uh, I'll follow up on some of these comments here. People still ask discussing the, uh, the least gay supermarkets in uh, New Zealand. Um, yeah, probably um, uh, pack and save is a is your best option for supermarkets. Possibly New World, and same thing with the petrol stations, Caltex. As far as I know, probably we'd call them least gay. Um, I don't oh, know. You haven't seen any rainbow flags. That's kind of that's the measure. <laughs> you never know. Uh, so if you see a flag, you know. Yeah, so we had uh, Peter Dutton uh, elected as uh, opposition uh, leader unopposed with uh, Susan Lay uh, mm -hmm. as uh, his deputy who said uh, to the, the women of Australia, uh, what is that, uh, we heard you, and uh, basically <laughs> admitting that, oh, oh we had a, a woman problem. Uh, Barnaby Joyce was deposed mm -hmm. as National Party leader, replaced with uh, David Littleproud, who said he wants to bring the party to the, the sensible centre. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the senior uh, positions on the, the front bench, so Simon Birmingham is uh, the Senate leader, Foreign Affairs. Uh, Andrew Hastie will be Shadow Defence Minister. Uh, there will, Shadow Treasurer will be Angus Taylor, Shadow Finance Minister, Senator Jane Hume, and uh, communications uh, is uh, an interesting uh, shadow communications minister, Sarah Henderson. She used to be an ABC journalist, uh, but is now a Liberal MP. So uh, mm -hmm. she she might get to to fix uh, the 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 organisation she used to work for that has now uh, fallen. <laughs> so is uh, is Dutton going to be a disappointment or? nobody really knows well when he was announcing his uh shadow uh ministry he copied uh what uh, albanese is doing as as prime minister have the three flags in the background so the australian flag the aboriginal flag and the torres strait islander flag so uh there's uh, three <laughs> flags now at uh, every uh press conference mm -hmm. and dutton said that uh, he made a mistake when he walked out of the the apology uh, to the stolen generations, uh, he uh, said his justification was that uh, he wanted a, a, a practical action to, to help average uh -huh. disadvantage yeah, okay. and uh, uh, to, to solve the uh, uh, the uh, domestic violence and sexual abuse that happens in uh, Indigenous uh, communities, though he, what is it, accepts now that uh, symbolism is important to, to some, but needs to be backed up by uh, action. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's he said uh, we want to see what the... Uh, the details are of the the the, mm -hmm. the voiced referendum before we commit uh, to it.
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I saw there was uh, some, some some comments uh, further back here saying, you know, what, so what is wrong with the Australian people? They voted for more of this. Uh, they like and they want it again. Yes, that's the truth. And same here in New Zealand. There are those who always think that you know, like this time is going to be different. You know, uh, one more, you know, the, the, if we just talk about freedom and blah, 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 then, you know, people will vote for it and people will support it. And uh, uh, the answer is no, they won't. Uh, they will vote for the status quo. Same thing in the Tauranga by-election here next week. People will vote for the status quo. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the number of people who think they, you know, that there is any appetite for change or people are, you know, waking up, uh, you know, is, is minuscule and irrelevant at the moment. So, uh, you know, if you want uh, real uh, action and real change, you need to put a little bit more thought into it than just thinking that, uh, you know, that people are going to wake up. Though so the Albanese government has uh, uh, got off to a surprisingly good start in, in foreign uh, policy, uh, it's uh, domestic issues where the, the crisis is, is brewing. So uh, a new foreign minister, uh, Penny Wong, uh, did a blitz of the uh, Pacific uh, to counter uh, the tour by the, the, the uh, Chinese uh, foreign minister, uh, uh, Wang Yi, who uh, travelled to Fiji uh, to try and get a new trade and security uh, agreement with 10 Pacific nations, but failed uh, dismally. But Penny Wong had a victory with a, a new eight-year partnership with uh, Samoa. And uh, so uh, that's her uh, there with the uh, Samoan uh, PM. Uh, so it's been a it's been a good uh, a what is a, a good uh, dip, a diplomatic uh, start and uh, Anthony Albanese following from his uh, quad uh, meeting in the first week uh, he was uh, in well he's still in Indonesia meeting the uh, the uh, president Joko uh, Widodo who. Uh, Bali is going to be the location of the G20 in November. Uh, Albanese has said that he's still going to go, even though he prefers that uh, Vladimir Putin is not uh, invited. Uh, but uh, uh, Widodo, he seems quite excited to host the, the G20 because uh, he released this, what is it, or you'd call it uh, promo or hi- uh, pr- uh, promotional highlights of his uh, uh of his uh, greeting uh, elbow or anal, as we call him, uh, to and it's tied in as a G20 ad.
Uh, your, your, your wife, no. Amy, uh, took the, the words uh, right out of my mouth. That uh, looks like uh, the intro of The Amazing Race. Yes, and I was just thinking uh, something very, very similar, uh, same as uh, Survivor. Obviously, it's made by the same people. Uh, that is what it felt like. <laughs> but yes, well, it is an, an amazing uh, diplomatic uh, race to, to counter uh, the, the the CCP's uh, globalist a ambitions. Uh, it's uh, been uncovered that it, they've been uh, building a secret naval uh, uh, PLA base in Cambodia. And uh, so, uh, when I heard about that, I sort of thought maybe Vietnam needs to invade again like they, they did to end the horrific uh, Pol Pot uh, regime. Yes, uh, Albanese. He managed to stay on the bike. There were there was no uh, accident. Uh, the the thing that annoyed me about the bike clip is they they get the helmets and they put on these helmets, but they're literally just like biking down an empty space on on like casual bikes. Where, like, yeah, but uh, like, but, like, like it's not it's more dangerous driving down that road in a golf cart than it is to to bike down it you know it's it's that insane it's like wearing a it's like wearing a, a you know a, a face mask with you know 20 micron hole you know sized holes in it you know to stop covid same kind of same kind of uh safety theater going on there with those bikes um no crescio it was uh, it, it was a real bike ride <laughs> and uh, live streamed into australia uh, pol political commentators turned into cycling uh, commentators. So yes, it happened in in real time. Uh, but uh, going back to the, the 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 CCP, now they say they want a a reset with Australia, a, a great reset of China. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're still uh, uh, doing uh, crap like this. Uh, so they uh, flew a. a, a uh, a Chinese military aircraft uh, flew uh, close to a uh, RAAF uh, uh, jet, uh, which was conducting freedom of navigation uh, surveillance over the South China Sea. And uh, of course, uh, China uh, blames us uh, for what is it getting too close for what they think is is their territory because it's it's always our fault. And the uh, conditions of the, the the great reset of relations is just don't ever criticize uh, China. Yes, and the, the I think the you, you mentioned earlier talking about China's uh, blitz of the Pacific being a failure. Uh, you know, they they didn't achieve any direct alliances at this point, but they've certainly set the stage for more uh, in the future. And, and, you know, they're thinking long term, uh, they play the long game, they set these relationships up slowly. Uh, and, and countries like New Zealand and Australia will often just pump money into into them, gift them, you know, gift them a new patrol boat, as Australia is doing now in New Zealand, send them, you know, $100 million in, in foreign aid. Uh, but, you know, the yeah. Chinese actually build, uh, you know, the, the Chinese actually build uh, things for them and in return, secure uh, uh, you know, property for uh, military bases, uh, military academies, uh, training diplomats, and so on. You know, they're exerting their influence, uh, you know, in a uh, you know, with the future in mind and setting things up, uh, uh, you know, that they can follow through on down the line. And and you know, we just um, for the most part uh, uh, think that spreading cash around is is the same thing as setting up long term alliances. Uh, they're actually 
uh, you know, ideologically trying to transform those nations. Uh, obviously, here in New Zealand, we had uh, criticism and, and good criticism leveled at Nani Yamahuta, a foreign minister uh, who was completely absent from the Pacific, uh, you know. Kind uh, of like our uh, foreign minister, Maurice Payne. <laughs> too busy uh, uh, trying to install her family members onto committees uh, uh, as, you know, part of the co-governance uh, deals in New Zealand to try and uh, enrich her own family members uh um through the the three waters reforms and the uh Hipuapua agreements documents uh re uh re uh well I, I should say dividing uh uh the health system in New Zealand so so she's got her own sister I believe it's her sister on the uh uh committee that's uh, in charge of the Maori Health Authority so uh you know that's that's those are the kinds of things that she's focused on uh, nepotism and uh, 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 setting up a Mahuta dynasty to control uh, New Zealand's assets. Uh, you know, instead of uh, you know her 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 you think more important job of uh, engaging in foreign uh, relations and, and making sure that uh, we don't end up with uh, you know the Chinese Navy in our uh, backyard. Although, uh, who knows? Maybe uh, the Chinese can save us from ourselves. So uh, certainly. By the time that we're some kind of, you know, uh, uh, tribal backwater uh, reduced to, uh, you know, serfdom of, uh, uh, you know, under uh, under these new uh, uh, political dynasties that are being established, uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe, the Chinese will uh, will will end up uh, making a visit to New Zealand and do one of these deals they're doing with these backwater Pacific countries. They can extend uh, a helping hand to us. Well, you've already got the the the, the gangs of Auckland uh, in your backyard, literally. Um, uh, we didn't get a, a live uh, gangland uh, shooting uh, live. No, live no. If there's there. any, okay, I'm keeping an ear out. If there are any live gangland shootings, so we'll turn the microphone around and. Yeah, and um, yeah, this is a a mashup of uh, Jacinta Ardern talking about uh, how good her her gun control is uh, uh, to Stephen Colbert and what's happening back home. Another day, another shooting in Auckland. The New Zealand Parliament uh, took action to remove uh, guns from the streets. We, we saw something that wasn't right and we acted on it. What are the results uh, of that? Locals I've been speaking to are concerned about whether enough is being done to deal with gun violence, which has been seen now on almost a daily basis in some parts of Auckland. Now, we have legitimate needs for guns in our country for things like pest control and to protect our biodiversity, but you don't need a military-style semi-automatic weapon to do that. And so we got rid of them. Still a loss of concern out there, especially for those residents who are seeing this kind of thing happen almost all the time now. Yes, and uh, there's this uh, hilarious uh, cartoon of uh, when she, she, she comes back and uh, Wonder Woman returns. Golly, the 21 gun salute for little old me. Who's going to tell her it's just escalating gang violence? <laughs> and yes, we have had... Um as many as five uh, drive-by shootings in a single weekend here in South Auckland. Uh, all of the uh, neighbouring suburbs, uh, how, at least houses in the neighbouring suburbs being shot to pieces uh, during gang feuds. Um, 
uh, it's it, you know the uh, uh, houses in Papatoi riddled with bullets. Uh, uh, you can see uh, the uh, you know the, the shotgun pellets through the windows in some of these photos. If you scroll down to the next photo, there, um, it's it's uh, you know that's this is the reality of uh, life in in uh, Jacinda's guns off the streets uh, cities. Uh, we basically. Uh, have to put up with gang warfare. Uh, you know, it's completely out of control because the police are, you know, have have become ineffective. Right? They've taken all their tools away. They, you know, they've they've taken everything off the table. Jacinda's nice and and cuddly, and they're going to understand the gangs, and they're going to send social workers to do blah blah blah. And uh, you know, the, the the gangs understand strength, and 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 they understand violence, and. Uh, you know they know who this who they they know who's in charge and that they, they, they know they're in charge uh, at the moment. Uh, just breaking news that we had at uh, six pm uh, this afternoon was a uh, uh, situation in uh, Wellington, different part of the country, um, but a man was shot dead by police in Wellington uh, after uh, an altercation uh, with with uh, police. Apparently, tried to barricade himself in a property with a woman who. I presume he was holding hostage, and we don't have any details other than that the police shot him dead. Um, they don't even mention that he was armed, uh, but you know it's uh, uh, certainly if you look at the photographs, it looks like a gang area, uh, people with gang patches on and so on, standing uh, facing uh, the police cordons. So, yeah, it's it's this is this is the effects of of uh, Jacinda Ardern's uh, you know focus on uh, taking guns off. New Zealand's law-abiding citizens, and uh, instead, uh, telling the gangs that they can uh, run rampant and do whatever they like. Yes, it's important to, for them to to take the guns off uh, people such as yourself and uh, uh, invade your home to to mm -hmm. to try and get them. But yeah, uh, which they didn't. Meanwhile, around uh, there's just uh, yeah shootouts going on all the time. There's a Back here in Australia, there's an escalate, escalating uh, uh, gangland uh, war in uh, Sydney's west and, and southwest. Uh, so 13, uh, there's been 13 slayings in the past uh, 18 months. And uh, the current uh, gangland uh, shootings and funerals are getting in the way of the uh, shooting of a, another TV drama, uh, based on uh, the the underworld, this is a, a bio uh, pick series on uh, John Ibrahim, the the last king of uh, the Cross. Uh, he was a nightclub owner in Sydney's uh, King's Cross, where there was a lot of uh, uh, underbelly activity in the the nineties. Uh, so the uh, New South Wales Police, uh, they've been doing a lot of press conferences there. Melbourne was the original uh, underbelly uh, gangland war uh, city, but uh, we had the Australian Federal Police today uh, announce that uh, they were uh, targeting Italian organised crime and, and money laundering. And uh, I'm surprised that they put out like explicitly that they're targeting uh, Italian uh, organised uh, crime because that's like they're targeting an... Uh, like a what is it uh, a pacific uh a, a, a it's okay it's a european it's a european ethnicity so they can target it all they like mm. yeah so 
there was, uh, uh, so, so they said uh, uh, in a press conference, we have about 51 uh, Italian organized crime clans in Australia. We have identified 14 uh, Noigori clans across Australia involving thousands of, of members. So, yeah, the uh, according to the AFP, uh, the yeah the, the Italian mafia is uh, is still as as powerful and as influential as ever. Well, we have a, a, a Italian uh, pri- Italian Australian Prime Minister now, uh, Albanese. <laughs> but uh, what is yeah, that? the biggest uh, gang in town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, uh, a lot, well, particularly uh, the Victorian state Labor government is, is one of the biggest uh, organised uh, crime uh, gangs in Australia. But because oh, yeah. they're in government, uh, we had the 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 state's anti-corruption body uh, IBAC like put like a call out to say if you see like misconduct, like report it. Like they're now just saying like you know, uh, come forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And now we have uh, Kresha here who's wondering when we're going to talk about the interest rate rise because uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia had its annual, oh, sorry, uh, monthly meeting today, first Tuesday of every month, and raised interest rates again from 0.35% to 0.85%, so 50 uh, basis uh, points. And mm-hmm. According to the mainstream media, this is the biggest uh, tragedy uh, of the year. Uh, Treasurer, here, here, uh, here in New they were they were calling for it. Fifty base, we had fifty base points recently, and uh, that was uh, you know, yeah. was, oh yes, I great, mean, great. We're up to two percent. Uh, you know, we're up to two percent yes. interest rates at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our Reserve Bank has got to pump those interest rates up. Those are rookie <laughs> interest yeah, <right>. rate rises. <laughs> I mean, they will. We've we've been told they'll go as high as four percent by by the end of the uh, uh, end of end of next year, probably or, or before then, I suspect. Uh, there was about, what is it, uh, the Australian All Ordinaries went down after the announcement. Uh, Treasurer Dr. Uh, Jim Chalmers had a, a press conference talking about, yeah, the because uh, Labor ran on the the, 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 the platform of a, a better future, but not a better future right away, because uh, Jim Chalmers has <laughs> yeah. said uh, a perfect storm is going to lead to an expensive uh, winter, and uh, probably the well, the CPI is now turning into the lettuce price index because now inflation is being judged by the price of lettuce. Because uh, in uh, some areas, it's uh, uh, $12 uh, per iceberg lettuce, and uh, KFC they're now putting cabbage on their uh, <laughs> of lettuce. Oh, yum! That's mm. that's ah, uh, yeah. Uh. I'm not really a big cabbage fan. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't mind cabbage, but if I want lettuce, I want lettuce and not cabbage. Uh, not that I like KFC to begin with, so it's not going to be a problem. Uh, McDonald's grows their own lettuce, right? So they're fine. Uh, it's it's not. Uh, we're we're told it's not. Uh, it's not just because of uh, inflation, but it's because of okay. the the storms and and floods uh, that there's a, a lettuce uh, shortage. Uh, uh, but definitely the uh, the gas uh, crisis that uh, we're experiencing in Australia is uh, man-made uh, because of the, the various uh, state prohibitions on 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 I'm sure gas exploration. Uh, so uh, there's going to be, I think, an emergency uh, summit of all uh, national energy 
ministers uh, because uh, there's going to be significant electricity price rises uh, from the uh, the first of July. So I think the the Labor new new incoming Labor government is glad that uh, you know the perfect storm is happening you know, just after they've, they've been elected and they're, they're doing the, they're able to do the, the whole thing of blaming the, the previous governments. Yeah, exactly. Well, we had the line, this line in New Zealand that Labour kept using was nine years of neglect. You know, we've had nine years of neglect, so this is bad. We've had nine years of neglect, now this is bad and so on. So they yeah, can I mean, try and run uh, Dr. Jim Chalmers <laughs> and uh, I guess we should call her uh, Mean Girl Finance Minister Katie Gallagher because she was one of the, the mean girls. Uh, they've done the whole thing where they've looked at the books and it's like, my God, it's much worse than we thought because uh, he's going to hand down a mini budget uh, in uh, October. And obviously, uh, if he's serious about tempering inflation, uh, we'll cut back on government spending. Mm-hmm. Well, the teal independents—they'll uh, be—won't uh, uh, have much influence, given that Labor's got a majority in the lower house. Uh, I see. I see Dawn here saying, uh, talking about how easy it is to grow iceberg lettuce, and saying that she'll send uh, uh, iceberg. But um, lettuce, uh, uh, if uh, when uh, when Dan <laughs> Andrews' uh, uh, agricultural amendment bill. Uh, passes. Yeah. Uh, he, he his uh, authorized officers uh, might come and con- uh, confiscate your your iceberg uh, lettuces, uh, <laughs> like doing the, the Holder War in Ukraine. Yeah, uh, the, the, but the the thing about the iceberg lettuce is that if once you've grown it in your in your garden, and if you let one of them go to seed, they'll just um, y- you'll have iceberg. You, you won't know what to do with them. We have that problem at the moment. They grow like weeds. You just get iceberg lettuces everywhere. Mm. Uh, now it's time for our, our Q&A. We're getting towards the, the end of the show. So uh, if you want to ask us a question or even better yet, send through a super chat, click on the, the entropy uh, link. Uh, so that'll come up in both the, the Unshackled and Right Minds YouTube chats as well as the Right Minds uh, Facebook live chat because uh, uh, we've started streaming to the, the uh, Facebook uh, again. I don't mm-hmm. monitor it. Um, I keep, uh, keep an eye on it, but the, the comments come through into the um, in, uh, into the chat here. So uh, Now, uh, a lot of you in the chat will know that uh, Avi Yemeni of uh, Rebel News is uh, has uh, launched numerous uh, lawsuits uh, against uh, uh, the, the uh, state government and Victoria Police and, and private individuals. Uh, uh, but uh, one of them uh, ha- has uh, had a, could lead to a significant uh, breakthrough because the federal court today has ordered Twitter to unmask the uh, PI guy uh, account, which uh, first appeared in March 2020, uh, seemingly with uh, with the set goal of defending and justifying everything Victorian Premier uh, Dan Andrews says and and does. Uh, So uh, it's uh, supported uh, all of Dan's uh, lockdowns and uh, uh, as Avi puts it, viciously lashing anyone with a dissenting opinion about the Premier's Performance. Uh, so it's long speculated that it's a, a staff member of uh, Dan's uh, private office 
Uh, he's he's uh, spent uh, almost $800,000 as taxpayers' money in his first five years in power to promote his Facebook page. So the Federal Court of Australia ordered Twitter to release the name for an account at the time of production, the email address for the account at the date of registration and time of production, the known IP addresses logs. Uh, we'll see, because uh, some people have said that uh, if PR guy is uh, determined to stay uh, anonymous, then, you know, a VPN and using all fake email mm -hmm. accounts uh, could uh, thwart this. Uh, there was a leftist comedian, Dan Illick, who uh, uh, admitted that he was the PR guy, but that could be a, a joke. Um, there's still people on Twitter today defending the PR guy's right to <laughs> anonymity, uh, but of yeah. course, uh, posting all of all, 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 all of this. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's an interesting left wing uh, 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 problem where they uh, don't believe in in free speech. So free speech. Uh, uh, that they don't like is is hatred and violence. So speech is violence, but then also uh, when they use speech to defame people, uh, and then 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 uh, then it's free speech. So uh, if it's if speech they don't like, it's violence. If it's speech that they uh, that's defamatory, uh, then it's free speech. Uh, that's that it seems to be their only standard for what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. There was a another significant defamation ruling yesterday when uh, uh, Google, uh, Google uh, was ordered to pay former New South Wales Premier John Barillaro $715,000 uh, in damages uh, for failing to take down Friendly Geordie's Jordan uh, Shanks uh, defamatory videos, which uh, accused him of uh, corruption and made uh, uh, contained many uh, racist uh, uh, a remarks about his uh, Italian heritage because yeah, uh, Google, uh, even though, uh, and YouTube claims it's a platform that they, they have, they, they are a publisher. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and yeah, anyway, I've, um, I've had a look at, uh, uh, you know, getting Twitter to give up information behind anonymous Twitter accounts in the past. Um, and it is, uh, quite a difficult thing to do, and we, we did consider, we did look at you know going to the New Zealand courts to do something like that too. But it's much easier if you can find a different way, you know, to, to find out the identities of people behind these accounts without going to the to the high court uh, like Avi has done. And it will be interesting to see if Twitter actually delivers something useful from that because well, that would be say, a good yeah. precedent. They and have it would to be, give something. Yeah, they have to give something. But whether it's useful is the other question. So if they get something useful, that does. Uh, give other people uh, uh, easier recourse in the future, knowing that you know, Twitch does have useful information that it stores there behind the scenes that you can you can you know the the so-called anonymous accounts are not truly anonymous. Uh, there's a couple of questions on entropy. Uh, absolute three. Do you think PR guy works in Dan's office? I don't know uh, <laughs> if they do because it could be a woman. They've probably covered their tracks well. And uh, Hadron anti-bullying asks, thoughts on Mossad subsidiaries operating in our suburbs under the guise of community uh, security groups? Uh, yes, this relates to apparently uh, a, a community uh, security group uh, monitoring the activities of uh, NSN 
National Socialist Network members around uh, Jewish suburbs of, of Melbourne because two of them were arrested uh, for uh, stickering in uh, Caulfield a couple of weeks back. You're asking me. Um, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you like. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, uh, I'm not going to comment. I'm going to give a no comment answer to that okay. one. Here's one. <laughs> uh, Castle. I do, have this, I do have an answer to this one. Uh, is Kim.com still fighting extradition in, in New Zealand? Uh, yes, he is. But the judge on the case has been dismissed. Uh, the American judge uh, had uh, shares in uh, uh, um, Disney. So that was a conflict of interest, obviously. Uh, the, you know, the guy who owns shares in Disney ruling on a case where Disney is uh, trying to extradite the guy who you know, stole Disney's property. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically pushed the can down the road while they get a new judge and restart the, the thing all over again. Uh, now, uh, before we uh, finish, um, I gave this update on my show last night, but I'll uh, give it to, to you and your New Zealand viewers as well, because I know that, um, yeah, uh, you uh, found it uh, extremely pathetic of the Victorian Liberal Party to expel Bernie Finn uh, for reaffirming his 100% uh, pro-life views. Uh, well, he's uh, rejoined the the DLP, the Democratic Labor Party, the party that he uh, ran as an 18-year-old for at the, the 1980 federal election for the seat of Kerengamite. So he's uh, uh, the DLP. They're, uh, they're they're welcoming him back after after all these uh, years. Uh, it was formed in the Labor anti-communist split of 1955. Uh, it's a, has a predominantly Catholic uh, membership, and and Bernie Finn uh, today uh, reminded uh, Victorians that uh, the Supreme Court. Uh, found that it was actually the true uh, Labor Party against the, the Australian Labor Party. So he'll be running for re-election in the November state election as uh, a DLP candidate. Well, we will probably certainly uh, follow that on this show. Um, we do have a by-election here uh, happening next Saturday, I believe. So uh, when I'll be back in two weeks, we can have a quick... Uh, Quick look at the results there. Um, it should be an easy National Party win, but um, there could be some interesting uh, learnings from that for what's going to, you know, what's going to happen next year in New Zealand politics. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, no members of Parliament uh, like Bernie Finn here, uh, and it doesn't look like we'll have any in the near future. Yes, and well, uh, we'll see if there's anyone uh, based who will, will stand uh, mm -hmm. for the Victorian Liberal Party at the the, the, the state election. Yeah. Uh, if they've got somebody in, you know, in 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 the parliament there, that that's useful. You know, that's a really good starting point. Um, but we, you know, whether or not they can capitalize on that will be whether whether he can retain a seat and so on. That that will remain to be seen. Uh, so thank you, uh, Duo, for joining me for this special uh, Trad Tasman Talk catch-up show. Uh, there will be no show on, on Friday. Uh, Stephen Berry has, uh, for some reason, scheduled another episode of the Stephen Inquisition for uh, Friday night. Uh, so he is uh, 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 
producing a beginning to, to produce a, a few of those. So make sure you subscribe to his Mr. Berry, Mr. Berry uh, channel. I'll be next back on Thursday evening where I'll be interviewing uh, uh, UFO uh, researcher Mary Rodwell, also known as the, the alien uh, lady, about uh, the recent uh, UFO uh, disclosures in the, the United States and uh, what uh, she has uh, uncovered during her, her years of, of research and uh, interviewing uh, and working with those who've had uh, UFO and alien encounters. And uh, remember to check back uh, at the Right Minds website every week. Uh, if all goes well, I should be publishing roughly weekly uh, articles once more. Um, so I'm excited to get back into writing. Uh, it was, you know, quite quite bleak the last uh, few months with the the lockdowns that you know that we had the mandatory vaccination yes. and all of it was just so uh, it was not I was not having fun writing about anything uh, because it was nothing fun to write about. Uh, but I'm getting getting back into it and I am. Uh, uh, hopefully better than ever before. Uh, no, uh, that's uh, <laughs> not uh, going to come to fruition, uh, Cresho. And yes, make sure you check out the unshackled.net as well, because we're back to publishing regular uh, articles from myself, uh, Andy Nolch, who is going to be launching his own uh, version of Tim's News Explosion, the, the Knowledge uh, report. So uh, stay tuned uh, for that. Uh, so there is plenty uh, happening. Uh, so uh, uh, back uh, uh, back all uh, producing uh, from my trip from Sydney and New South Wales. Oh, good night. Right. And thank you everyone for watching. Thank you for all of your comments. Uh, it was an enjoyable evening and we will see you uh, at end of next week. All right. See you then, everyone. Stay safe, stay sane, uh, stay warm, and stay healthy. Stay free. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Trad Tasman Talk. To keep up with the latest real news and analysis from the Tasman nations, visit theyoungshackles.net and rightminds.nz.